Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hi, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 525. The college admissions scandal is a teachable moment because with the majority of the attention on this mess being so negative, and that's totally understandable, There are some great learning moments here, so today I'd like to focus on a few of those. By now, you've probably heard the appalling news story about the college admissions scandal that rocked the nation. While most of us with kids applying to college were coaching from the sidelines, a select group of folks tried other tactics. Federal prosecutors charged 50 people, including Hollywood actresses, business leaders, and elite college coaches in a blatant scheme to buy spots in the freshman classes at prominent American universities. Dozens of parents paid millions of dollars in bribes, test scores were inflated, essays were falsified, and photographs were doctored. Not surprisingly, students, parents, faculty, and admissions counselors across the entire country are weighing in with disgust, disappointment, sadness, and, most of all, anger. In the Los Angeles Times article, College Admission Scandal Shows How Desperate the Privileged Are to Keep It That Way, a mother and former teacher from Oakland is so irate that she's already filed a half-trillion-dollar class-action lawsuit against the defendants saying that their kids got into top schools, but students like her son didn't, not because he failed to work and study hard enough, but because wealthy individuals felt that it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, and bribe their children's way into a good college. In the New York Times piece, What Students Are Saying About the College Admissions Cheating Scandal, many students chimed in about how unfair this was to the hardworking, dedicated kids who worked their butts off for a chance at being accepted to a top-notch college. Student Ava Claus from Lakewood, Ohio, had this to say, College admissions are cutthroat for a reason. Only the best and brightest should be admitted into the elite of schools. However, it seems that in many cases, wealth, power, and status are prioritized. 
This unfair and unfortunate precedent is sending a message to the students of America, a message about the competitive and money-driven world we live in, a world in which hard work doesn't always pay off, and there's no guarantee of success, especially when up against wealth. Is this the message we want to be sending to the students of our future? However, as you know, Mighty Mommy is all about making lemonade out of lemons. So instead of harping on how wrong this situation is, I have four valuable lessons that will allow parents to make a teachable moment out of this public fiasco. The first one is the importance of perseverance and passion. The timing of this admission scandal is conspicuous. The story broke just as thousands of high school seniors across the country were learning the fate of their college applications. Check your daily newsfeed, and you'll see proud parents touting the news of Johnny's GPA, numerous acceptances, scholarships, and every other detail that can possibly boast about. Yes, I've done it myself. To date, none of my eight kids have applied to an Ivy League college. Yet this heinous admissions debacle still infuriates me. Several of my children had significant speech delays. Therefore, placing them in a learning disabled category, they always had to work twice as hard just to process information and maintain average grades throughout high school. And gaining admission to a mid-level school was a challenge. But everything they did to accomplish their academic goals was done completely on their own merit. One of these kids of mine is heading to graduate school in the fall, and the intense pride I feel for all of her grit. Determination and sacrifice just to be part of the collegiate experience is something none of these cheaters will ever know. That's why when I read Inc.'s article, "Why Many C Students End Up Most Successful," I practically stood up and cheered. The article focuses on brilliant or ambitious individuals such as Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, and Walt Disney. Who gave lackluster performances in the classroom, but crushed it in real life? Author Ilya Posen writes: Every year, schools take time to honor the highest GPA and the most outstanding student in each grade, and doing so gives a false impression to young people in our society. The reality is that grades just aren't that important. This is why our world isn't run by valedictorians and straight A students. For every CEO of a major company that graduated with a 4.0 GPA, there are scores more who did not. What matters in business and in life is pursuing goals with a sense of purpose, having ambition, and directing that ambition toward a problem. Kudos to the students who persevere through adversity with their heart, soul, and tenacious effort, and not because they were given an opportunity on a silver platter. This lesson comes from valuable experience and cannot be bought for any price. The next lesson: life isn't fair. The most common reaction to this admission scandal is, "It's just not fair." Of course, it's not fair. That's a gross understatement. The bottom line is that there are hundreds of students who played by the rules, worked tirelessly, got the grades. And still didn't get into their top-tier universities because some privileged kid's family bought their spot. 
If nothing else, this entire scam has illustrated one of life's most difficult lessons. Life is indeed not fair, and most often, there's not much we can do about it. Even though I search for silver linings in any situation, I also keep it real with my eight kids because in the real world, they're going to face plenty of unfair situations that are simply out of their control. In Forbes' article, Life Isn't Fair, Deal With It, writer Mike Myatt says, it doesn't matter whether you're born with a silver spoon, plastic spoon, or no spoon at all. It's not the circumstances by which you come into this world, but what you make of them once you arrive that matter. The article ended with 11 points taken from a commencement speech widely attributed to Bill Gates, entitled Rules for Life. Rule number one was, life's not fair, get used to it. The next lesson that we have that's a super important one is, prestige isn't everything. Parents involved in this admissions calamity clearly had a motive. Given that wealth, power, and fame were in play, it seems pretty obvious that they were desperate to give their children the best education that their money could buy. But could it be that they were also looking for bragging rights? As parents, we of course want to see our kids succeed, particularly when they get ready to leave the nest and prepare for life on their own. For most kids, this involves heading off to college to earn a degree so they can become productive members of society. Even better if they find success with the bells and whistles of a high-salaried position, one that perhaps has a prestigious title like doctor, lawyer, or brain surgeon attached. In today's world, our kids face intense competition in school, as well as in sports and extracurricular activities. With all the social media avenues available, we parent in a glass fishbowl, for heaven's sake, for the whole world to watch. Not only are we trying to keep up with the Joneses, we've added the Smiths, the Wrights, and dozens more. The pressure is unreal. And sadly, we bring most of that on ourselves. There's a lot of data to suggest that it matters much more what you do when you go to college, how you engage in that experience, what you major in, then where that all takes place. You get out of the college experience what you put into it, said Davin Sweeney, a former admissions official at the University of Rochester, who now works for CollegeWise. My fourth child is a senior at a small D3 college in New Hampshire. He was a solid A-B student throughout high school, as well as a three-sport athlete. He visited a handful of colleges, some prestigious along the East Coast, in search of the right academic fit, as well as a school where he could play college baseball. Given his grades and the All-State baseball status, we were really surprised at his final decision, but we were happy that he found a college that seemed to fit all of his needs. The majority of his friends chose larger, more well-known universities, and for the first time, our popular, very social son broke away from his pack. His first few months as a freshman were rough, and he had many doubts about his choice. Once he started meeting the guys on the baseball team, however, the tide changed, and he started to find his new tribe. When he returned after the holiday break, 
He never looked back, and he's now met some of his very best friends and a wonderful girlfriend, and has soaked up all that he could from his college experience, including a few things I wish I hadn't heard about. He definitely got what he put into it, regardless of it not being a well-known school, and he already has prospective job opportunities when he graduates this May. And finally, define your family's measure of success. My final thought on this entire saga is the one I feel is critical in making this an incredible teachable moment for our kids, and that's this. It's a perfect opportunity now to define your family's measure of success. Too often, we let society define success for us, rather than considering what truly matters. For those who were involved in this college admission mess, it seems a degree from a big-name school was a key factor in their family's success quota. But what matters most to you and your family? My favorite quote on success comes from one of my favorite author and role models, Maya Angelou. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. According to Challenge Success, a research-based nonprofit out of the Stanford School of Education, our society has become too focused on grades, test scores, and performance, leaving little time for kids to develop the necessary skills to become resilient, ethical, and motivated learners. The organization created a two-step process to help families define their own success mission statement. I've listed their guidelines here, as I think this is a wonderful starting point to get families talking about what's really important in life. Step one was, ask yourself, when my children leave the nest, what attributes do I hope they'll have as they enter adulthood? And write down your answer in about 30 words. So here's an example list of success attributes that they have. Competent, self-reliant, sound decision maker. Core values rooted in kindness and hard work. A willing learner excited about life and its possibilities. Interpersonally skilled. Emotionally intelligent. Socially aware, responsible, and active. Step number two. Now you identify three to five guiding principles that represent your bedrock values as parents. Consider guiding principles as the pillars that inform parenting decisions and provide a framework for how you can support your child's path to success. Here are five examples. Principle number one, we believe in the primacy of family time. And for us, that means having regular family meals together, keeping weekends underscheduled, building connections with extended family, consciously creating memories. Principle number two, we believe in hard work and effort. And for us, this means giving your best effort, focusing on working hard instead of what the results might be, taking risks, embracing mistakes, and developing resilience. Principle number three, we believe in being kind to ourselves, others, and the earth. So for us, this means keeping wellness and balance in the forefront of daily life, developing a community of family and friends showing generosity and gratitude in all that we do, and participating in good works. Principle number four, we believe in developing and supporting our interests. So for us, this means 
reflecting on personal values and aligning life in accordance with them, doing activities that bring us joy, being a lifelong learner. And principle number five: We believe life is a journey, not a race. For us, this means expressing gratitude regularly, enjoying the moment, and seeing beauty in the little things, allowing downtime for reflection, and recognizing and accepting our flaws. What's your take on the college admission scandal? Has it changed how your family will approach college? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com/mighty-mommy, or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also reach me by email at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. If you have friends and family that would enjoy listening as well, I'd love it if you'd share the link to this podcast and refer them to the website. Which again is www.quickanddirtytips.com/mighty-mommy. I hope you'll be able to focus on some of these teachable moments with your family, despite the truly horrific reason we had to learn about this college admission mess. As always, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy parenting. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.